Hei, ja tervetuloa sovystäville. Ja nyt isäntäsi, Steven Kaksois-V Skinner. I thank you, Finnish translation lady. It is I, Steven W. Skinner, and this is Friends of the Show podcast. Now, that intro was because our guest this week is at malt underscore skull from Finland. And we get into it. We talk all about his Finnish military service, Santa's gang battling in Lapland where they have a Santa theme park and and a lot of other great Finnish tidbits. So uh, I don't want to keep you too long. Without further ado, here is Friends of the Show with Malt Skull. Wu-Tang, 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 Wu-Tang. From The Mystery of Chess Boxing by Wu-Tang Clan. Welcome to Friends of the Show. Today, my guest is at Malt underscore Skull on Twitter. Welcome to the show, Malty. Hello. I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> yes, so happy to have you on. Uh, Malt is one of my good international friends who I've had the pleasure of meeting uh, through DM rooms, through Twitter, uh, and he's one of the funniest guys out there. He's got fun, absurd, great tweets, and especially for someone who's tweeting in their second language because Malt is Finnish from Finland. So very cool to have him on, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me. Uh, this is my first podcast, obviously, but yeah, it's really something I was nervous about, but I'm glad I got the opportunity to do this, so... Yeah, it's yeah. Very, very cool to have you on. Uh, you're the first uh, non-English speaker, I guess, that we've had. Uh, don't worry about uh, having perfect English. We understand that Finland, Finnish is your first language, and English is just a hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Awesome. So, yeah, we've known each other for a little while on Twitter, and yeah, you've got some really hilarious tweets. You're a very nice gentleman online and one of the best. So everyone go give him a follow right now at malt underscore skull. All right, let's jump right into it. Um, You have a story for us, and that story is titled The Story of the Gross Mossy Pit. Take it away. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, it was about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when I was doing my mandatory military service. And um, I think this was in the latter half when we were doing like the final exercise in somewhere in eastern Finland. And uh, we were like away from the campsite. We had all our gear with us. And uh, I can't remember what exactly we were doing. But anyway, I, I saw these like trenches or pits around so i'll i thought i'll like take cover (laughs) just as a joke because we weren't doing anything special just hanging around so so i jump in one of those pits and uh i thought i'd camouflage myself a bit and took some some moss off the wall of the pit and put it in my helmet and then i can't remember if anybody even like reacted to that (laughs) but I started to look at my surroundings a bit more, and I saw that that moss wasn't really growing anywhere else outside of that pit. And then I started to think about it, and uh, I realized that that's 
particular area gets used in those exercises quite a lot, but the campsites always change too. So I probably jumped into some old latrine pit Ew, <laughs> that the medics had. That's what it was. That, yeah, that the medics had dug for like safe hygienic mm, disposal. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to dig a latrine, right? So let's just yeah. uh, pause a second. So in Finland, everyone has to do military service. It's like part of the what makes Finland so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of mandatory. You can do civil service as well, where you just go to um, a different like a training place and then you do volunteer work. But it was shorter for me to just do the military thing. Right. So you can choose to do sort of like office work or something like that, but uh, it's easier or quicker to do the military side of it, right? And that's... Yeah. So what do you think more, more people do the military because uh, it's quicker or they do the office job because it's sort of less daunting, I would say? I think it's still more common to do the military thing because it's also traditional and you can also do... Um, like a nonviolent option where you you're just a scribe in the military, but I think that's a bit more rare. So you can go nonviolent military way and be just uh, like a medic or one of those other non-gun holding positions, I guess. <laughs> I think medics still use guns, but uh, I think scribe is the position that is the nonviolent. Oh, thing. Okay, so is that like you just take notes at army meetings or? I don't know. I I. I only knew of one of those scribes. You only knew one scribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so nobody from your unit oh, like was doing a nonviolent thing. Mm, I can't remember. It's been 11 years. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think, yeah, there was one guy. I had never talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that sounds pretty neat. Other than the jumping into old latrines... Uh, what yeah. were some other things that, so it's sort of like a basic training, just like a boot camp um, style thing. How long do you have to serve for? Um, six months was my thing. Um, it was like uh, three or two months boot camp or basic training and then just like general service for the rest of the time. And what did that look like? Do you just, uh, are you like stationed somewhere and you got to like do patrols or? Um, no, it's just, it's, we were just hanging around in the garrison. Some <laughs> weekends, some companies have to stay like for um, emergency, emergency aid duty. Like if there's some big disaster that happens and the conscripts are the ones who can go help, like just extra hands, really. Yeah, so, uh, we have yeah. that as well in Canada. We have sometimes bad ice storms, and that's the only time we ever call the army is when it snows too much or it's very icy. Um, I believe a couple years ago in Quebec, it was incredibly icy, right? So it's uh, rain that turns to ice, and it like weighs all the trees down. It knocks down power lines and causes a whole bunch of kerfuffle. So that's when we call in our uh, our Canadian army guys to come and help uh, help out with that. So a similar sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, probably like that. I can't remember any specific cases where anybody had to go there, but I think it still happens. Like, I think they even help, like, search for missing persons and stuff. All right, yeah. If they're close enough. I mean, there's, of course, garrisons all over Finland. I was in the almost northernmost one. You were almost at the very top of Finland? Yeah, I think there's maybe one more garrison that's even more north but 
Yeah, but almost with the Arctic Warfare <laughs> Department. <laughs> oh, cool. Did you get to wear those Arctic uh, camo gear? Do you have, like, the white and grays? Um, no, we just had snow suits that went on top of everything. Okay. So, like, they were just white, I think. Oh, just a plain white. Yeah, I guess that would be much better camouflage <laughs> with the snow. Yeah, it's slightly more insulating from the wet wetness. Cool. And um, I think we've talked about uh, this before, but you do long skis, ski trips uh, with like all your gear on, like your your rucksack and all your army gear, and you have to do long cross country skis. <laughs> yeah, it's, I have uh, very bad experiences from that, but yeah, it was part of the training. Dang, and you would have to go for like thirty. 50 kilometer hikes right with these skis yeah um pretty much That's that nuts. and like we get some support like i think they brought like warm or hot juice to certain spots of the route oh that's nice <laughs> uh, but like just to actually warm us up yeah yeah, like a little guy would show up with like a cup of warm i don't know what's a yeah. what's a warm finish beverage that you would have like an apple cider or something? It's like <laughs> berries, I think. Berry juice. Oh, okay. Delicious berry, warm berry juice that keeps you warm <laughs> yeah. on long skis with your patrol. Yeah. I have very faint memories from that, too, since it was so monotonous and, yeah. Yeah, you just kind of <laughs> blocked it out, right? Because, I mean, there would probably be a, a lot of hard hardships, right? Like, think that's part of it, right? They want They want you to develop a little bit of backbone some character it's i think it's good right yeah it works so would you say it's, it's a positive experience that you had being a member of the finnish corps yeah it's really i think it grew a backbone for me yeah so i think i probably personally could, could have benefited from that too a little bit but it's good to hear that you came out of it a better individual and i think the government of Finland would be happy to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I can talk about that. <laughs> skiing. <laughs> yeah, you really hated the skiing. I get it. I'll, we can move on from your army service, but thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Great. All right. So now we get to jump in to some of these tweets I've been talking about. Malt Skull Tweets. At Malt underscore Skull on Twitter. Please give him a follow. We'll talk about some of his tweets now. So I ask everyone to send me three of their own tweets that we can discuss. Um, and the first tweet um, is a beauty. It is about, uh, well, I'll get to what it's about, but it has actually been illustrated by a really cool uh, illustrator. And it has become a Tumblr meme with over 180,000 notes. Thanks, Internet, for just taking Malt's tweet and doing what you want with it. But so let's read it here. So it goes, me, flashlight under chin. They say a witch cursed this house. A hundred years ago today. A hundred years ago. Witch. Fuck this house. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great tweet. Uh, the witch just cursing the house, but not how you'd think. It's a great twist at the end. So um, how did you come up with this one? I can't remember. <laughs> of course. I really can. It's, I think it was... This was 2015. Let's see. Uh, for me, the timestamp says 9.43 p.m. in November. Yes, uh, November of 2015. So a couple of years ago now. Uh, 
Yeah. No, I guess it's hard to uh, remember. I know. I can't remember. I, uh, like, did you see a witch? Many... Did you see a house? <laughs> did someone curse? <laughs> Might have seen a movie like The Conjuring or something. Ah, I'm not yes. sure. Okay. Or maybe I saw the trailer for the movie Witch with the double Vs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That came out aroundabouts that time. Yeah. I know. It might have been something like that. Yeah. It's hard to say exactly when you're talking about all these old tweets or if you're talking about your military service from 10 years ago. Who knows what really happened? It yeah. was such a long time ago. Or we're not meant to remember that long back, right? <laughs> but no, definitely not. But I chose this tweet because it's just so big it's one of your more popular tweets yes it has almost ten thousand retweets as of the time of this recording and sixteen thousand likes and obviously i mentioned that it's been stolen it's been uh on tumblr it's become a meme over one hundred and eighty thousand notes on it so i mean even if the tweet itself isn't getting those numbers you know that the internet has taken it and made it its own so you know, that's a good tweet because when the internet steals something, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud. Yeah, it's I very cool. I even got a Johnny Sun retweet. You once. got a Johnny Sun retweet? Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, that is uh, that's one of the bigger accounts out here. And obviously, as I mentioned, it was um, illustrated. This uh, is now a cartoon. Um, and I also put the link uh, to the tweet and to the cartoon version uh, in the show notes. Um, for everyone to check out because it's a great tweet and the cartoon is good. Um, what was the name of the illustrator who drew it? I forget. Uh, he's a BuzzFeed guy. He makes a lot of... Um, uh, I have to check. Adam sense. Ellis. Yeah. Adam Ellis. Adam Ellis. Yeah. yeah. So very cool. Uh, you'll recognize his style of drawing um, from different memes and cartoons around the internet but very cool to have that illustrated and it takes on a life of its own right once it becomes uh drawn in a comic yeah definitely so this is your only one uh, this is your only tweet that got uh got the comic treatment right um i'm not sure there's a lot of people who draw tweets so you know who knows uh, you don't even hasn't been twoodled at least but uh ah yes twoodle twoodle is a great one a great guy who uh draws tweets into comics Everyone check them out. I think it's Toodle05 or something. Yeah, I think so too. Great. Okay, well, no need to spend too much time uh, on the witch curse, but very great tweet, uh, one of the best. Okay, uh, next we have this scathing take on capitalism. Uh, <laughs> and it goes like this. All right. Uh, leaving work. Me. Okay, bye, folks. Oh, wait, where's my jacket? Boss. We sold it. We sold your jacket. Me shaking fist at the sky. Capitalism. <laughs> it's yeah. a classic tweet. Uh, do you remember anything about this? Yeah, this one is more. I actually remember exactly what I did when I tweeted this. I, I it wasn't. I like started just a few weeks before at where I'm now at the game company, right. and um, I was just going to get lunch from the store. I couldn't find my jacket at first. I think I did find it because it was December and it was cold. So just walking to the store, just a short trip. But still, I just started to think, like, what if my boss had sold my jacket? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just to bring some more profit to the company. Like, 
Yeah, it definitely goes straight to the bottom line. There's no overhead on that. <laughs> so I think I tweeted it right after I got back and uh, ate my lunch. So yeah, this one has uh, definitely a spot um, of real life. It's inspired by true events <laughs> other than the boss selling your jacket. But Yeah, I, I still have my jacket. Though. You still have that jacket? Ooh, nice. <laughs> so that's great. So no one sold the jacket, so you still have it. So maybe the boss can sell it if the company hits some rough times in the future. So now that, you, now that you're a, a, f- a full-time employee, right? Yeah, I think it can be an investment. <laughs> nice. So, okay, that was the second one. Very good tweet. Uh, the third tweet uh, submitted by Malt is uh, this classic. Um, so it goes, um, me, I have a grambling problem therapist you mean a gambling problem me no i mean this i start grambling what the fuck is that (laughs) so grambling grambling it's uh what is grambling if uh the just to educate the listeners i refuse to um think about it (laughs) i refuse to specify for myself what it is because I think this. I chose this tweet because uh, I like the unknown as a concept, uh, just things that can't be explained. I got so, it. So when you say, I start grambling, that's the part that is funny because people might not know what that is, and is, is that even a thing you can do? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a thing that anybody can do, but <laughs> I actually drew this tweet myself. You drew it? You have a, a malt comic of this? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't really know where I can't find the comic for this, but oh, um, for that one panel, I was going to put like a weird silhouette of the me as a patient rambling with with which would have been something like uh, unexplained tentacles, just <laughs> creating shadows on the therapist's wall or something. Oh, I but, get it. So you I didn't want to know. specify it even that much, so I just zoomed in on the therapist's face in the tweet. Oh, you went for the picture, reaction so. shot, yeah. Because the, the therapist's reaction where he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a pretty funny punchline. So it's, I, I refuse to classify what grambling is. All right, so... And just, I, uh, but the... I think people can just assign their own meaning to it. Okay, thing. so yeah, listeners, don't uh, don't look it up. Don't look up what grambling means. And if you know what grambling means, forget what you've ever known about it. Just <laughs> imagine that it is unknowable, right? That makes the yeah. joke funnier. <laughs> yeah, at, le- at least for me. It gives me a s- sense of safety. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, well, great tweets. Thank you so much for choosing those tweets. However, there is one Malt Skull tweet that I wanted to mention because it is my favorite. And it goes like this. It's on a date. Me, quietly. Don't let her know you miss the late winters of your childhood. Her. So, me. Ah, the way the water flowed under the snow. (laughs) <laughs> so this is my favorite malt tweet uh the classic date scenario and like don't let her know you whatever uh in this case missing the late winters of your childhood and then the way the water flowed under the snow is just it's such a funny phrase and so like nostalgic 
Yeah. Did uh, so obviously that was that's like memories of your actual childhood in Finland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think I was walking outside <laughs> in the late winter. I what's the timestamp for that tweet? It is Can... from March 2016. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, late winter. Yeah, it was, so I was probably just thinking about the late winters of my childhood as, as I was walking outside. Exactly. It just uh, so it's one of my favorite tweets of yours. Uh, just so funny. Just the way the I can really see you reminiscing there in the scene, uh, and it really struck me as just quite perfect. So thank you. That was a bonus tweet. Sorry to everybody else who only gets three. Malt gets four because it was good. So. That brings us to the end of Malt's tweets. Very good stuff. Everyone follow at Malt underscore Skull on Twitter. So now we get into Malt's favorite tweets from others. Uh, right. So the first tweet submitted uh, is from lovely English gentleman at Stephen J. Malloy. That's with a PH, unfortunately. Uh, so... The tweet that you have chosen of Stevens is air horn sound. Second air horn sound. Me. This isn't deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Stephen Malloy. So he's clearly one of those air horns trying to spray it into his pits, and it's not deodorant at all. Yeah. I think it's pretty straightforward, but uh, it's. Just such a simple thing. Exactly, yes. Simple tweet. It's so simple, yet very effective. 15,000 retweets. So, classic Stephen Malloy tweet. Everyone give him a follow, Stephen J. Malloy. That is, again, unfortunately, with a PH. Um, Okay, so (laughs) that was a great one to get us started into the tweets of other people. The second tweet that you have chosen here is from lovely, funny English gentleman as well, uh, Phil Mann, who has been mentioned on the show before. Everyone go give him a follow at Phil Mann with two N's on Twitter. So his tweet is like this. LOL, duck lips on selfies. And the duck says, please, what are lips? Not now. Mister, what are lips? I like a soft beak. I have more questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was a conversation between him and a duck, and it's pretty funny. So why did you choose this one? I think the idea of just clueless duck is <laughs> funny. So that's the yeah, that's the heart of it. The the dumb duck who just doesn't get it. Mister, what are no, lips? <laughs> and it's also sort of cute the way he's just more. Yeah, he has more questions and yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the end. It also makes you think like what what are the further questions he has. So Yeah, we need a follow up to this. Uh so Phil Man, if you're listening, we're going to need a follow up. <laughs> we need to know what other questions the duck has. Yeah. Yeah, Phil, Malt's also so. <laughs> something that the uh, reader can like think about themselves. Yeah, so listen. Probably usually they uh, <laughs> do the replies. Yeah, peruse the <laughs> I haven't replies. replied here. But. Yeah, uh, if everyone if everyone wants to reply uh, and uh, uh, see what questions the duck has, <laughs> maybe submit your own questions uh, that the duck might ask. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, we're going to keep this podcast train a rolling. The third tweet that you have submitted 
is from friend of the show, Danny, at the real Eatwood on Twitter. So his tweet that you have chosen is like this. It's in the International Criminal Court. All I said was the Princess Bride was good, not great. The judge says, beat him to death with Hitler's bones. <laughs> so it's a classic. I mean, everybody likes the Princess Bride. Is That's the the conceit of this, <laughs> this tweet. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it. What? You've never seen Princess Bride? <laughs> no. Beat him to death with <laughs> Hitler's bones is the correct punishment for people who haven't seen The Princess Bride. Yeah, well, me not having seen it was part of why I liked this in the first place. Yeah, because you're on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the guy who gets beaten to death with Hitler's bones. Um, uh. <laughs> also, just the concept of being beaten to death with Hitler's bones is such a cruel <laughs> punishment. Yeah, so beating specific, to, beaten so to death just, is bad enough. Yeah. I mean, how do you even get that? How do you even get those bones? I don't know, but you better like the princess. They store, store them in the International Criminal Court. <laughs> yeah, they have a little box just yeah. for such an occasion. Well, thank you for choosing that one. Great to see uh, friends of the show tweets get picked and again follow at the real eatwood on twitter and maybe check out his episode episode number two of friends of the show podcast yeah i actually haven't had time to listen to that oh, oh here we go <laughs> of course i only i started from the top so i listened to travis travis's episode first okay yeah that's that's fine um you're forgiven so, um, now you have also submitted, normally I don't allow this, but because we already did a, a bonus malt tweet, you get a bonus other person tweet too. And it is from <laughs> Dead Account. Uh, I think this account is no longer uh, with us on Twitter, um, but it was one of the best. Uh, I remember in the early days of Twitter, uh, it was I would see this person retweeted all the time with their very, very funny... Uh, tweets, but I guess they sort of retired <laughs> from tweet life, um, so you don't see them around anymore. And of course, I am talking about at tree underscore bro, whose name is Jackson. And the tweet is uh, it's a little <laughs> bit difficult to read, but you'll bear with yeah. me. <laughs> okay, so cracks diet Pepsi. Ah, refreshing diet Peppy. Slowly sips. Then gulps the Diet Papo. Ah, Diet Parpo. Thanks to the Pepper Cola Corp. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, just silly just calls it something different every time. Yeah, I think this was one of my like influences when I started. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, why, or, that's why you got on the absurd tip, right, sometimes? Yeah, I think this guy and uh, probably Drill, I don't know. Uh, yes. Must have been others too, but can't remember yeah drill uh another good account everyone should be following uh at drill with one l just that's sort of one of like the all-time greats uh of twitter right yeah unfortunate it's unfortunate that tree bro decided to retire because he has so many <laughs> like hilariously classic tweets so yeah maybe go check him out scroll through the old feed uh that was from 2011 2011, the heady days. Yeah. Uh, were we going to talk about, like, Twitter history or something? Because um, I was just thinking, like, 
I first created my account in 2011, but I only started doing the weird stuff in 15. Okay, so you had four years. What were you doing in that four years, just taking it all in? Uh, yeah, I wasn't really tweeting. I created my account just for, like, studying purposes. Okay. Uh, I made, I wrote my bachelor, bachelor, bachelor's thesis about Twitter. But actually, that paper is my biggest shame in life. What? All right, we got to talk so about bad. this for a minute. So you did a thesis on Twitter. Yeah, I think I, uh, without checking, I think it was about how people converse on Twitter as a social media, uh, more like they do in face-to-face -face interactions, but uh, it was something like that. Okay. Like I didn't really have any good sources, so yeah, <laughs> I just I barely actually passed that paper. So oh jeez, jeez, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> I'm sure it was a fine paper. Just that teacher. No, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. All right. Well, you know, you moved on from that, right? And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, it probably gave you a better appreciation for those big Twitter people, and it sort of laid the foundation for how you became a, a great funny tweeter, right? Today. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, got to look on the bright side. You know, these, uh, it, it is to, it's a growing process. That's why we're educating ourselves like that. So, um, yeah, don't worry about the mark. Just uh, worry about the mark that you're leaving on others with your funny tweets. Yeah, sounds <laughs> okay, good. Great. Okay, so now we are moving on, keeping it rolling, to the questions submitted from Twitter. So, again, thank you to everyone who has submitted questions to the show. Um, you can follow at FOTSpod on Twitter, and uh, you can keep track of who's going to be on the show next, and you can ask your questions that will be read on future episodes. So thank you to everyone who has done that. And thank you to everyone who will continue to do that. It really helps the show. So I really appreciate that. So thank you. And Malt, you have asked questions uh, on previous shows. So really appreciate it. Thank you specifically for your uh, questions. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'll have to, probably, yeah, I'll have to do, I mean, I'll have to listen to all those. Yeah, you next. will. <laughs> yeah, Malt, you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm having everybody on, so that they will have to listen to the podcast. Um, okay, so the first question is from friend of the show and the host of Making Friends with Mark McGark podcast at Markedly on Twitter. Mark McGark asks, are you the real Avril? I am not. I'm one of the replacements. The one that I think I was third in line, <laughs> so I might be next. I'm not sure. You're next. You're, you'll be the next Avril when the current Avril. This is like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer situation. Like when the old one dies, the new one is chosen. Yeah, I think so. But somehow they have a list already. <laughs> okay, that's really weird. Is there like a backstory to this question from Mark? I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't even. I only know about anything about the Avril situation from reading other people's tweets. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, I hope that answers your question, Mark. He is not the real Avril, but maybe someday soon. Yeah. 
<laughs> Great. Um, okay, next question comes from friend of the show, Mike Bigby, at Mike Bigby on Twitter. Mike asks, oh, this is a multiple-part question. So, number one, are you a real Skellington? And number two, I enjoy your tweets. What do you have to say about that? So, two-part <laughs> question. One, are you a real skeleton? Two, I enjoy your tweets. What do you have to say about that? Um, I am indeed a real skeleton. <laughs> Besides, like, as a side job from being the next Avril Lavigne. <laughs> right. And then for the second part, I'm really glad to hear that. Oh, I think yeah. Mike Bigby is a really funny guy. Agree. Uh-huh. I agree. Mike, uh, it was um, one of the more fun episodes I had recording, and that'll be already out when you're hearing this. So I hope everyone has listened to that. And if not, definitely check that one out. We have a barrel of laughs. And yes, Mike Bigby is a very, very funny gentleman. Everyone give him a follow uh, on Twitter. He recently posted a tweet yesterday. It was uh, a little video with a Snapchat filter of him <laughs> working out and eating a donut is really funny. Uh, so everyone go and find that tweet and retweet it. <laughs> Got some LOLs. Yeah, I, I hit it too when I saw it, like, right away. Yeah, I think Mike has so a funny. <laughs> bunch of, like, really funny videos where he stuff, uh, does stuff. So Yeah, he was big on um, Vine uh, for a little while before that uh, whole thing died. So, yeah, we talked about that on the podcast, and he has great Vines. Um, I think there's a link to uh, his compilation of Vines on the show notes for that episode. So do go check that out. So thank you for your question, Mike, and thank you for your answers, Malt. Next question comes from another friend of the show that's three for three friends of the show asking questions thank you so much from bex at bex dora so she also asks a multiple part question the question is as you come from a real life narnia i would like to know one are centaurs actually dicks and two have you ever had a conversation with a beaver (laughs) um uh, in Finn Narnia, we don't actually have centaurs in the sense that they would be horsemen, but we have reindeer centaurs. Okay. Um, and they are, I'd say they're too dumb to be dicks. <laughs> okay. And they're nice enough. All right. So We yeah. use them for carrying stuff. <laughs> yeah, like Santa. You guys are all yeah. like a bunch of Santas over there. Yeah, yeah. We have a... I actually heard, because we have this Christmas um, theme park in Lapland, where I was accidentally flown just this week. Right, you had I mean, the city. Unexpected yeah. layover. Yeah. So I heard that they're opening a, <laughs> another Christmas theme park. Whoa, whoa. In that sec- area. Is this the second Christmas theme park you're talking about? So yeah, so, th- yeah, so there's going to be like competing Santas there. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, I mean, of be... course, there's small tents as well, but these are these guys are the real deal. Yeah, these <clears> are the these are the hardcore. This is like a is this a year round Christmas theme park? I think so. Yeah. Wow. So there could be you're saying there could be like Santa on Santa gang style <laughs> warfare from if this new park opens and there's rivalries and competing parks. Yeah, I would love to see a warrior style fight between all these gangs of Santas. You got the 
original Lapland Santa Park. They got the new Lapland Santa Park. And then the ragtag group of mall Santas that make their way up to this battle royale. Um, so I hope that ha- I hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be mayhem. That is wild. Okay, so the second part of her question, have you ever had a conversation with a beaver? No, and I refused. Oh, oh. I'll never like, talk to beavers. Sounds no, like you have ever. some sort of a uh, a problem with them. No, not really. Uh, okay. I don't being think Canadian, I've ever seen a beaver. Like, <laughs> Oh, you haven't? It's kind of scary. Uh, I have run into beavers in the wild, and when they start slapping their tail on the water, it's like a get away from me kind of thing. It is, it is not fun. <laughs> you do not want to. <laughs> you do not want to mess with them. Yeah. Don't mess with the beavers, everybody. Just leave them be. They need to finish making their dam. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank you for your questions, Bex. And next <laughs> next question rolls in from future friend of the show, Annie Beanie at Nada Beanie on Twitter. So her question is, what should I have for breakfast? This is going to take some thought. Um, yeah. It should also be noted that this question was from like several days ago. So I hope she didn't wait to hear the answer because it won't be out for probably another month or so uh hope she just I'd say, got something yeah i'd say just go with pancakes okay yeah. always just pancakes so on the pancakes is it going to be dressed anyway uh are you going to put some i don't know maple syrup on it canadian maple syrup or is there some other way that they do it in finland um i think we put like jam on it just like strawberry jam or jam cloudberry jam what? We don't really have that. Wait, sort wait, of wait. A what berry? <laughs> Cloudberry? Cloudberry. Yeah, it's a it's a Nordic sort of thing. It's like a orange, yellow, peculiar tasting. Peculiar tasting. Yeah, uh, you can find it in the forest. It's really good though. Okay, I will have to check that out. I have never heard of that before. Kind of sounds like you just pluck it out of the sky and it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the other method. <laughs> okay so beanie i hope that answers your question these go goes with pancakes and if you can cloudberry jam <laughs> i don't know if we have that in canada but you know maybe we can get it imported there you yeah. go there you go beanie thank you for your question next question again friend of the show will at upside down trash please give him a follow one of the funniest guys online uh at uh penjamin asks when will you come to America and be my best friend? As soon as I can. <laughs> All right. There you go. Will, he's on the way. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, so, undetermined time. Yeah. Just know that it will happen. He'll come to America and you will be best friends. And I can't wait to see that montage of all the stuff you guys do uh, hanging out. Yeah. He lives in Philly, right? Philadelphia he does live in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be like a Rocky montage. Exactly. Going to run. Go to the stairs. Yeah. Run up the stairs. Yeah. 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 I think that's a very popular tourist thing uh, to do in Philadelphia. So great. Best of friends. <laughs> so <laughs> next question. We'll keep it rolling. Comes from friend of the show Druck. Uh, that is at D R U U U C K on Twitter. His question is a uh, very specific. Would you eat $1,000, $1,000 bills if someone paid you a million dollars to do it? Also, can I borrow a million dollars? Yes and yes. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I should have got in there and asked first. Uh, the Bank of Malt is flush with cash, and he is going <laughs> to lend a million dollars to Druck. I guess um, you're going to be running some juice on that, right? You're going to put some points on it, run some interest? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously you can borrow a million dollars, but maybe not from me. Okay, right. <laughs> so, Duck, uh, you're just going to have to take it as it is. Um, yes, he will eat the $1,000, $1,000 bills if someone pays him a million dollars to do it. And yes, you can borrow a million dollars, but maybe not from him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your question. I can refer to you, uh, him to a bank or something. <laughs> yeah, so you'll you'll maybe co-sign. <laughs> yeah. Great, 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 great. So um, rounding down here, a couple of questions left. From Twitter user Economy Bacon, Jonathan asks... What is a jocular grotto, and why are you inviting me to it? Now, I think <laughs> this needs a little bit of a backstory. Do you want to explain? Yeah, it's just my Twitter bio text. So your Twitter bio says, welcome to my jocular grotto. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, what is a jocular grotto, and why are you inviting everyone? Uh, it's lonely in here. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the cave where I joke. It's all it's got all my oh, tweets printed on the walls. I get it now. So it's the manifestation of your Twitter account and it's a cave. Yeah. It's a cave of yeah. jocularity. So that means like having a fun time, right? So in the cave, it's a cave of fun. Yes. <laughs> Got it. So there you go. Uh, th thank you very much for your question, Jonathan. Uh, and we did have a late entry of a question from Ghost Mom at Radtoria on Twitter. And she asks, this is a specific question about one of your tweets, I believe, that we didn't mention. Um, so her question is, would you be willing to list the dangers of Snake Peak in your sexiest snake accent, please? Oh, shit. Um, okay, should I just do the accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe we can talk about Snake Peak. Uh, that's one of your tweets, and it is... I don't have it in front of me, but it is something about a snake peak. <laughs> well, okay, the dangers of snake peak. Okay, first... uh, I have the tweet here. Let me just read the tweet okay. first to, to right. get everyone on board. My pet peeve is when people type sneak peak. It's snake peak, and it's the most dangerous mountain on the continent. <laughs> yeah. So now we're all caught up. Uh, snake peak. She wants to know all the dangers in your sexiest accent. One, there's just so many snakes here. <laughs> Two, watch out for Gary. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have. Gary? <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary. Gary is this weird guy who so, also lives on the peak. Yeah, stay away from Snake Peak. Definitely stay away from Gary. <laughs> Great uh, snake accent, uh, Malt. Thank you so much for answering all those questions. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Um, that was great. Remember, please follow FOTS Pod on Twitter and watch for calls for questions. All right, so now we're starting to wrap it down, wind it up, wind it down and wrap it up. So um, I think we have a – I have a couple questions um, about Finland what are the top things about Finland we should know? Just like bullet point, top three things about Finland, maybe that are uh, that people have misconceptions about, but you wanted to clear the air 
and just say like, yes, we have reindeers. No, we don't. Uh, yes, we eat um, cloudberry jam on our pancakes. Um, what are some other top three things? Um, also, we eat reindeer. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> cloudberry jam on that too? Um, maybe lingonberry. It's a bit more sour. Different berries for different meals, yeah. Yeah, I think cloudberry is more of a dessert thing. So, yeah. Then, if you come here for northern lights, don't try to get your money back if you don't see them. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you people do that? They want a refund because they don't see the aurora borealis? Yeah, um, it's like some tourists from certain countries. They, I heard of a case where um, these tour guides, because there was no no lights, they had to call the cops to calm the tourist party down. Because <laughs> and also to explain that you know it's not it's up not a, to them whether yeah. there's going to be lights. It is uh, or not nature and not uh, a tour. Yeah, guide. the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah, aurora borealis. You know, don't don't blame the tour guide if you don't see them. Yeah. Well, call in the um, army. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Maybe come in the summer and you get the midnight sun. I think that's one of the best parts for me personally, mm-hmm. just it being so light even at like midnight. So, yeah. Okay. Cause, so, because you're so north of the equator, right? You have kind of a crazy um, relationship with the sun. So you're saying that the sun is out at midnight? Um, yeah, at, at least in these heights, I'm like 100, 100 kilometers south from the border of Lapland. Okay. And I think the actual midnight sun, when you can still see the sun, is slightly north from there. But it's still like perfect, perfectly light out, even here at midnight, because you can like read a book and do anything. Well, that's pretty In fun. the summer. So I mean. do people, is there like a, a midnight sun party? I think they do that in uh, Alaska or something. There's a big, um, at the, when it changes over, uh, they, have, they have a big night party where everyone is out all night because it's laid out. Yeah, I, I, there's all kinds of stuff. That, that's when the big uh, Santa rumble will definitely happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the midnight rumble. Midnight brawl. Rumble, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a rumble. So, okay, that's great. Now just winding it down, I wanted to touch on this a little bit. Uh, you are an international businessman specializing in the tech industry, specifically developing cool and fun games, um, like applications for people to play. What are some things you can tell us uh, about that? And also, maybe we can talk about that horse game <laughs> that you found. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, I'm now starting next month, I'm going to be the marketing manager of uh, our company. Nice. Congratulations. Uh, just going to manage some interns. and. Yeah, you're going to have a team. Yeah. That's awesome. I already had one intern at a time, but now I'm going to have two. Wow. You're really moving up in the world, Malt. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's Okay. Yeah, no, that's really I think, cool. I think it's awesome that you're uh, that you're you know climbing the ladder. You're climbing that corporate ladder. Uh, every time I hear about your next uh, job or whatever, it seems like it's a great leap because you started out as in one of those interns, right? I think. Yeah, well, actually, there was no manage, like marketing guy before I joined. 
Right, because so just, you helped it, the company grow so much that now they need a marketing guy. And guess who's already there ready to market? <laughs> it's Malt. <laughs> it's me. That's you. So that's great. Um, so you're in the uh, app, the game app uh, life, right? So I guess you were searching around um, different apps and you found a game that's really weird. Oh, yeah, My Horse Prince. So that's what it's called, My Horse Prince. Uh, everyone should definitely check that out on the iTunes app store. Is it uh, free or do you have to pay? Uh, it's free. There's like You have to watch a lot of ads if you want to. Uh, proceed but totally worth it right <laughs> yeah uh, it's i've i still played it today but i've i'm stuck in one oh, point because it so, sort of like slows down the game i don't know how many parts are still left but yeah I, I can't remember how i found the game i was looking at something about horses i think on google play and uh so this just came up and I had to install it because, <laughs> because of the app icon and everything. So Because of the crazy screenshots that you see. Yeah, so, screenshots. So let's too. talk about what the game is. Basically, it's uh, you're trying to woo a horse with a human face. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just a classic horse with a human face uh, game. Yeah, it's like a dating sim <laughs> and you you just go to a horse ranch and uh, as a single Japanese woman. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit realistic at least because she gets really freaked out about this horse <laughs> at first. And I, I haven't really gotten I – th- I don't know if I'm like halfway through the story, but – There's no progress uh, She's still – yeah, she's still like – Unsure about all this. Still pretty freaked out. So you play like a Japanese woman, and yeah, you're you're dating this horse, but you still are super freaked out about it because obviously it is a horse with a human face. So they made that part kind of realistic, but a lot of the game is not realistic. It's kind of a really weird. I've only seen screenshots. I haven't played the game myself, but I know it's been shared around. Uh, I think you found it, and then a bunch of other um, of our Twitter pals started playing it, so they started sharing screenshots. And it is pretty wild. (laughs) So if you're into weird stuff like that, I'd say maybe check it out. My Horse Prince. (laughs) I think it was maybe found by other people before. It might have been on BuzzFeed, but I I found it on my own. Yeah, that's how how I came to know about it uh, through you. So I just assumed that you were the guy who got it out there. But everyone, Uh, go check it out if you so desire. (laughs) So, yeah, pretty weird, uh, pretty weird. It's out there. I think there's stuff like pigeon dating games as well that I haven't found. All right. All right, game developers, take it back a notch. Yeah, please. (laughs) Please, yeah. I would love to end the show with a little bit of a Finnish language lesson because I obviously speak English. Um, I speak a, a little bit of French and some Spanish. So I would like to learn some Finnish uh, phrases. Maybe, <clears throat> where is the bathroom? That's a good one. That's like a standard. So how would I say that? Um, uh, missä on vessa? Missä on vessa? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's missä, uh, where, on, uh, is, uh, vessa, toilet. Where is toilet? Missä on vessa? 
Yeah. That, that would get me there, right? <laughs> yeah, would, well, it's I'd not be so holding polite, my stomach just like, don't have to be polite to Finns. <laughs> yeah. How would I say, hello, my name is Stephen W. Skinner. <laughs> hey, nimeni on Stephen Kaksosve Skinner. Kaksosve? <laughs> That's W? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I would drop it's, the W when I go to For us, it's double V. Oh, what? Yeah. That makes way more sense, though. <laughs> it is. It do- definitely looks more like a double V than a W. The Finns got something right. Yeah, at least something. All right. Uh, and then finally, uh, I would like to know how to say, uh, yeah, I killed them. I murdered them all, and they deserved it. <laughs> or as close as an approximation as you can get. Um, yes, Matapone murdered them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome well those are the only uh phrases that i need to know so thank you very much for the finnish language lesson it's a crazy language it's really cool shout out to all of our finnish listeners um i don't know if there's anything you want to uh say to them for any of your friends and family who are listening who might be uh from finland who just want to hear that sweet sweet uh finland accent so if you want to say any shout outs in finnish or in english um, now is the time to do that. Yeah, I do have a shout out in English at least. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're awesome. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, you know you who you are. I might not know yet, but I will. <laughs> yeah, send him a note. If you're listening to this and if you've heard his sweet Finnish accent, send him a note on Twitter. Uh, just let him know. Please. Yeah, please. So that's it. No more shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. Great. So just a general shout-out to everybody who's listening. Thank you so much, Malt, for joining us. Thank you to everyone listening. Um, be sure to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcast app. And that sort of brings us to the end of the show, which I will end now by playing the theme. And we can say goodbye while this plays. All right. So bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you very much. Yes, and thank you, Malt. Uh, and thank you to the government of Finland. And, uh, yeah. Be nice to beavers. Yes, please. Well, now, wasn't that delightful? I hope everyone learned a thing or two about Finland from our guest, Malt. And thank you to at Malt underscore Skull for joining us this week all the way from Finland. And please go be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at FOTSpod. And follow you, man, Stephen W. Skinner at Skinner Stephen on Twitter. And be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, if there is one more thing that the translation lady would like to say, then... Kiitos, että kuuntelit. Rakastan sinua. Heippa. Well, thank you very much, Finnish translation lady. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll see you next time. <laughs>